JMB, 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 Faces of the Radio. Afternoon, my boy. What's going on, sir? Chilling, chilling. Sir, we're back again. This is episode three. Yes, sir. Talking about sexual discipline. Er, I'm sorry, not not just sexual discipline, but just discipline in general. All over the place, all over discipline. All over the place. But real quick, why do you think people like be flexing so hard in the gym? I just, I was just on Snapchat and then my boy was just hyper flexing for the camera. It's just, I understand the thirst traps, but like, what's the point of like hyper flexing? Like I've seen you in person, my guy. Man, I don't know about you, but I don't work out just to look at myself. I want to be seen too. <laughs> true, true. Yeah, I want to be seen too. It's like I feel like it's like a form of male catfishing, though. And to be real with you, because like if I go if I go pull up on my boy, he's not gonna look like the way he was flexing in the mirror just, just a second ago. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, what's up with that? It doesn't Whatever. even matter, bro. The world we live in, you are your best picture, basically. Facts. You are your best picture. I like that. Yeah. Nah, that's crazy though. <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah, we're here with sexual or discipline in general. Discipline in general. So guys, this is really for y'all. If you if you're listening as a woman, stay tuned, learn a few things. But men, you need to pay attention and take notes. Today 100%. is a, it's a heavy hitter day. So so please sit down and listen. And, a, and listen again. And listen That's again. the important part because you will miss something while you're thinking about the last thing. Right. So the first thing we're talking about is, is semen retention. Everybody knows what No Not November is. Not many mm-hmm. people have finished it, but we're talking about semen retention. He said not many people have finished it. Not many people have finished it. I know it's, I know it's true. <laughs> it's true. It's true. You know, they'd be cracking after day four. Yeah. So have you ever tried it? Have you ever like actually finished the challenge? I've heard of this challenge and I see it all the time on Twitter, but honestly, I've never tried a no nut November. That's crazy. It took me I'd say twenty years to actually do it and get it right. Wow, you went My the whole month. Was I did 60 days. My streak was 60 Holy days. Cow. That's yeah, nice. man. I was proud of myself, but I'm proud of you. The the reason I even took it that seriously is because I started to to look into just the value of semen and like what mm-hmm. it actually what it does for you. So basically w- without getting too too technical and too like healthy, I guess. Semen is is composed of all the best nutrients in your body. So when you're about to give that up, you're giving up a a, a super healthy lunch that's gonna make you the best kid possible. And to replace all those nutrients, I think it takes like two or three meals and and to get all the nutrients that you would get in those meals might take a couple days. And so you're really just kind of killing a lot of good energy for your body. And so when you just, just, busting nuts carelessly you're, you're you're not only draining your energy but you're draining your nutrients and that's on a, a physical level and a spiritual level that so when i started reading into that i was like oh man i gotta i gotta chill out I gotta, you gotta find save your nut yeah. literally literally, <laughs> literally. <laughs> yeah. okay that makes sense i mean even from that point of view like again i come from an animalistic standpoint like the initial and instinctual way that we mate is to reproduce. However, as humans, there is so much more that comes to it when you're having sex. There's like a spiritual connection. There's a there's an intertwining of souls, if you will. And you, when you're doing all that, and you just busting nuts just to bust nuts, as as since we're saying it like that you are missing out on so much more because that post-nut clarity is going to hit you in the face if you just going out and trying to mate with everybody. Post-nut clarity. It will hit you. <laughs> it, it will hit you. And that's the thing, bro. When you're when you're retaining, 
you actually get that post-nut clarity without nutting. That's the... So just clarity. Man, this is so gross. I'm so tired of saying nut, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's just clarity at this point. <laughs> yeah, you, you get the clarity without, you know, shooting ropes, basically. <laughs> that's the worst. Yeah. That's the worst. You, you get the clarity, so... Yeah. It, it's really something to strive for, and everybody should look into it. There's actually a book called um, Continence and Creative Power. I'll find who's who is um who's by if you wanna stall for me real quick. Yeah, no problem, no problem. So, like I was saying, as humans, there's so much more that comes to comes to thought or comes to fruition when you're talking about having sex with somebody. And to if you believe it or not, you shouldn't just be wasting semen on any random person because a lot of these people be sociopaths and you might not even know it because you're so focused on let me go get this now let me go then let me go talk about it with my boys because that's that's so cool for whatever reason but i'm pretty sure there's a saying that says don't kiss and tell y'all be telling me before y'all even kiss and i just don't even understand how that works because it it doesn't work yeah it's like it's like you feel entitled that you're gonna get something this low tonight we about to go crazy bro like what if you don't you know what i'm saying what if that doesn't happen and then the guy who talks less about what he's doing is the guy who's doing more i promise you 100 percent. i found the title or the author of that book so it's called continence and its creative power by a guy named swami and then that last name is impossible to pronounce it starts with a j so if you look up continence swami j Swami J. If you look up Continence and its Creative Power by Swami J, you gotta read that book. You will stop jerking off carelessly and you will start leveling up. (laughs) How do you spell Swami? Swami, S-W-A-M-I. Okay. Swami J. Swami J. All right, dope. Go plug, go, not sponsored though, but go go read that book. Go read that. And it's kind of hard to find. It's an older book, but you will find it if you look hard enough. Google. That's it. And so now I want to talk about kind of some of the benefits of just like, like having sexual discipline and and Mm -hmm. not even just semen retention, but just how do you, how do you benefit from, from not being driven by sex and driven by sexual urges? Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of game that come and come and be told when it comes to sexual discipline and not chasing sex in in a, in a way when it, when you want to have game with a woman if you're not initiate initializing sex as the first conversation or first meeting then like women on from my experiences are gonna love that and definitely gonna want to see you a second time exactly. and with each time that you see them the chances grow higher that you might have sex now it doesn't have to be on the agenda. Sometimes they will initiate, especially if you keep on not initiating it and they want it, they will definitely initiate. Like that's not something that's foreign to women, especially in this day and age, because women are a lot more forward now than they used to be. Exactly. I think that that is I hope y'all good. hear that. I hope y'all hear that. Women <laughs> expect y'all to be easy. They expect y'all to just give it up. And that's yeah. why you shouldn't. Keep your yeah. legs closed. Facts. Keep them, keep them things crossed. And you that is me? how you will actually be able to open them. I promise you. Just like, be unexpected. Just yeah. be unexpected. It, it's so easy now because I, I would, I would even say the bar is low. The bar is low. The, just the bar is low, and and it just keeps. They keep on re- reminding me that it's low. Every woman that I talk to just says that the bar is low, right. and I, I'm trying to figure out why the bar is so low. Okay, so let's figure that out why right now. It, why is the bar so low? The, I'm not these gonna... jokers don't got no game. Yeah, okay, that's one. That's one. Dads, <laughs> talk to your sons. Talk to, Dads, your sons. talk to your sons. Friends, talk to your friends and put your boys on some game if they can't. They don't have any. Give your boys some game. Some game, yeah. The end all be all is, I'm pretty sure every, well, okay. That's not right. I was gonna say everybody probably wants a relationship some somewhere down the line, but that's not true. Um, some people just want to be single and just live their life, and that's that's what's up. More power to you. However, 
No matter what the end goal is for you, there is game in the long game. Okay, everybody in football, for example, is trying to score a touchdown. But while you're trying to score a touchdown, each play, you could just end up with a first down, which is still very valuable progress, especially in the fourth quarter. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. You just want to have the ball. I'm saying exactly like I watch football. (laughs) (laughs) You just want to have the ball in your hands and keep on progressing. So no matter if you don't get a touchdown or not, as long as you're getting first down, that's your first down, you're fine. The ball. Oh, okay, okay. My fault. No, it's okay. Pause, but but okay, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> You're done. Hey, yo, that's how they be on on in New York now. They be like, hey, yo, pause, bro. Did he say you want the ball in his hands, bro? God, I love those jokes. That that stuff never gets old. <laughs> never gets old. Oh man. Oh. Yeah, so it's just like you don't have to you don't have to throw a Hail Mary every time. You can still run the ball and then and get valuable progress. Don't go for don't shoot for sex each time or try to marry the girl the first time or or boy because all inclusive. And so you wanna you wanna have to you wanna be able to note progress and keep that progress going, but you know, have a goal in mind as everybody exactly. does. And really, I would say before anybody is even thinking about going out and, and smashing a bunch of people and, and however you do that, mm-hmm. worry about being a, a, a smashable person. Figure that right. out first. Be interesting. Go go pick up some hobbies. Do some push-ups every day. Take care of yourself. Be mm-hmm. somebody that, that's, that's worth smashing. And when you don't have to worry about that, everything else comes it's it's an effect of all your hard work so just just start putting in that work in yourself and then you'll be okay you know what there's like uh there's like a thing that happens every time that somebody becomes single because they're always they start taking care of themselves rather than like other people and what happens is when you start taking care of yourself you go into the gym and then everybody just you know how people say like oh i'm single now everybody wants to hit me up exactly. it's because they know that that you taking care of yourself and you got that you got that self-care glow exactly what? you care about they yourself you're not slacking you're, you're looking good you're looking like an attractive option an attractive, an attractive option. option that they can that they would like to incubate your kids <laughs> oh my god yeah exactly exactly <laughs> to be honest like that's what that's what it is like yeah. they would rap they would they would like for you to choose them you know what i'm saying because you're taking care of yourself exactly and i really want to beat up the guys in this episode because not because the bar is low or or you know today's standards just aren't where they should be but mm-hmm. because i want to see y'all be better I want more competition. So more I want competition. I challenge y'all to be your best selves. And and I think one way to start that is by having healthier interactions with women. Start making friends who are women because not only will they improve your lives and enhance the things that you already have, it's going to teach you how to be a, a better person and a, a more caring person. Mm-hmm. Like, for example, I had one pillow a real bad pillow too. I had a girl come over and just kind of like check out my place. She was like, you need a full body mirror. You need better soap. You need real pillows. Like completely just, <laughs> <laughs> just re- gave me an audit basically. So mm-hmm. that that's just material stuff. But even, even what, what are some things that you can just get from developing your personality from women? So, like you guys all know, I have a female best friend or a woman best friend. Her name is Lauren. Again, shout out Lauren. And so, Lauren, anything that I <laughs> literally, every, anything that I do, it could be well, but she'll still rag on me for it not being the best. It could be anything. Like my apartment could be clean. However, if my bed's not made up, she'd be like, "You didn't make up your bed today." I'm like, "Everything else is spotless. Like you can eat off the floor, type." type clean and then she would be like you didn't um make up your bed today okay yeah interesting i'm like dang dog like can i i just woke up <laughs> like you know what i'm saying i just right. can't even brush my teeth yet let me let me figure something out 
And it just and it's just stuff like that. Like if I have a very clean house, let's say my bed is made up, they go to the refrigerator, open the refrigerator up. Oh, you got a boy fridge. You don't really have any <laughs> fruit in here. Okay, you have one fruit, but where are your veggies? It's just like there's just there's something that they will look for, and if they're your friend, they will tell you that they do, that they you. don't see it. That's the important part is that right. they will tell you. If they're not your friend, if you just don't have no platonic relationship with no woman ever then they won't tell you what's wrong they'll just tell their friends when they leave you what's wrong and you know what you just reminded me um one i gotta say women are are on average way more loyal than men they're gonna be way more loyal to you and then Mm -hmm. my first um best friend who was a woman was my mom and and i'll tell you exactly what she did for me my mom was always my biggest fan. She was my first cheerleader and my first fan before I even believed in myself. So if you got confidence issues, if you got anything that needs to be reinforced, women are gonna hold it down for you and 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 build you up and give you a solid foundation. That's so, right. They're super good at reassurance or just exactly. assurance period. I would say my mom definitely thinks that I am going to be the most famous, rich, strongest person in the world. Cure cancer three times. <laughs> Four times. Literally. Uh, everything. Everything. They're just, I, I don't know why it's like that, but it, it's just, it's, that's just always way, the way it's been. She just thinks that all her kids are going to be the best kids or best humans ever in the history of humans. I mean, she's not wrong, but like, wow, that's a lot of pressure, you know, mom? But she always, but like, no matter if I fail, if I trip, she gonna be like, oh, that's fine. It was supposed to be, like, don't even worry about it. You'll get back to it. And I'm like, true, you're right, I will. But wow, it's like, there's just endless, it's endless, endless, endless support. support. Exactly. And you can, you can expand that network by moving outside of your family, so. Mm-hmm start start having uh platonic relationships and and learn how to be a better human mm-hmm. that's that's the root of a lot of our problems we're we're still trying to learn in 2020 how to be good humans and that really blows my mind so it's wild it's honestly something i can't fathom if you're listening to this podcast right now i want you to pause it and send it to somebody else who has no clue who we are i would appreciate that because i'm trying to make better humans so mm-hmm. Just anybody, anybody you know that doesn't know us. Exactly. And speaking of trying to make humans, um, (laughs) (laughs) sometimes you get you get caught up, and uh, you know you get burned. Mm -hmm. You get a little uh, little little unwanted tingles. Yep. Some fire. Some fire, literally. So I want to kind of talk about um, just what discipline helps you. How, how does that discipline help you avoid STDs and the negative consequences of sex? Mm-hmm. For for example, the the biggest thing I would say is that if you don't let's say if you don't wrap that willy, oh, no. you will end up either with <laughs> yeah you like that you no. will either. <laughs> You either get an STD or a pregnancy, a, a pregnancy scare, a pregnancy in total. And then there's things that come with the pregnancy itself. Like, do you want to have an abortion? There's pro-life, pro-choice. Then there's going to be that conversation. There's going to be a doctor. There's a lot of things, a lot of money that has to do with a lot of this stuff, too. So that's just the overall thing. But I know B would like to go a little bit deeper into the details. Go ahead, B, take it. Yeah, all right. So, so you know, you know what can happen. You, we've all heard the the horror stories. You know, you get pregnant and die or something, or mm, yeah, you know, your meat falls off, or just just something crazy. But but really, all of this can be avoided. I'm 22. I've never had an STD or anything like that because nice. I use condoms. Just just use a condom. And I, I hear a lot of guys say things like, you know, oh, it doesn't feel good or. Um, it's not as personal, whatever, whatever. Yeah, that might be true, but have some have some discipline. If you're gonna yeah. have raw sex with somebody and you have multiple sexual partners, p- 
pick one person and only ever have unprotected sex with that one person. And then if you're going to switch, get tested before you do. And everybody else, use a condom with them. No question. Use a condom. Yeah, no question about it. And then I was actually telling my uh, one of my friends, he, he's kind of coming up. He just got his first girlfriend. He's, uh, you know, his nose is wide open now. He's in love. And uh, <laughs> I was telling him, I was like, yo, this girl really likes you. And so there's a potential that she might want to try to have a kid with you. So every time you use a condom with her, get up and go wash that condom out in the sink before you throw it away. Because, I mean, I hate to... to assume that that might happen but it's a possibility and you want to eliminate any error when you're having sex because a lot can go wrong a lot can go right but a lot can go wrong too <laughs> so so you think that she would go pick up the condom mm -hmm. and and then and yep. then yep okay that's let that thing inside out and and turkey based herself oh boy yeah Yo, that was cold. Kind of, that was a lot. That was a lot. <laughs> oh boy. Okay, I, but it's it's I, a real possibility. You hear a lot of stories about guys who who suddenly have a kid from a woman that they ne they never met. They were never in the same place as them, or um, you know, just something scandalous. And you're caught up, and now you've just brought a kid into the world, not out of love, but out of out of you know selfish reasons. So yeah. when you're when you're ready to have a kid, you know, get it right, and and it's simple by just being disciplined. That's it. Mm -hmm. Just yeah, I, I'm I'm getting emotional over here. Have your kids out of love, man. <laughs> Facts, have, have your, your kids, kids out, out of love. love, not out of lust. Exactly, exactly. Make yourself some love love childs, and, love and children. Shoot, while I'm really ranting on this condom topic, I heard a story too. I had a friend tell me that. Uh, he, he took the condom off during sex and and that's that's obviously like like he took it off while they were having sex without the girl knowing mm. and we're not cool no more because that's not tight yeah and, that is rape and it's, it's rape you're a rapist if you do that and that was the first time somebody's ever been comfortable telling me that but I know if I heard it once it's probably happening way more so if you're mm -hmm. hearing this and you feel like, you know, the, the girl is really into it and you want to just slip the condom off so you can really get into it too, nah, nah, just go buy some better condoms. They got yeah, way super better. ultra thin. They got stop ribs. using ones. There's there's double ecstasy. Go grab you one of those, bro. Exactly. There's no need for all that other stuff. Exactly. Actually, if you guys don't believe that story, you can actually go to Adrian katavid.com and he has a video a short a little short film on this topic specifically there is an actual video you can go watch it it's very well put together i think he won an award for it he got nominated for an award you go watch yeah. that yeah man and there is a video that that is literally this scenario and you will see that how wrong it is like it just doesn't make sense i feel like we could talk about it but if you go watch it you'll be even more shocked and like aware yeah convinced that it's a thing and it's a problem so you, go um, can you out. spell out adrian cadavi so i know how to how to find yeah you? i got you a d r i a n c a d a v i d so adrian as normal adrian well the typical adrian spelt with an a and then c a david dot com perfect perfect that's cool. I didn't even know he had that project going on, but mm -hmm. that's that's something that definitely needs to be highlighted because any type of sexual violence or, or, or deviance that's you know not wanted, of course. Mm -hmm. I say meet that meet that shit with violence. That needs it needs yeah. to be met with swift and aggressive action because that's that's not cool at all. And actually, since you said <clears throat> sexual uh sexual like violence or sexual assault. Um, I think it was the last episode I said I'm not so sure about whether sexual assault should be a word used for like minor offenses and stuff like that because yeah. assault is just so aggressive. Unwanted I advances. That's what we yeah, I'd want to advance. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
I want to say that I think that sexual assault should be the word for all encompassing things because assault has no positive connotation. It is pretty much negative all across the board, which just enforces that it's unwanted. So we should just stick with sexual assault because it's not wanted. So the more the more times you say assault, people are gonna be like, oh, that's not good. You know what I'm saying? So. I would be careful with that. I would be real what, careful with that. Cause well, I'm not. It, it's like also, battery. You know how you can poke somebody and then they call it, you know, assault or battery or something like I that. I feel like that should be diff. I feel like there should be tears to to battery in general. If, if you're like fighting somebody, like there should be different. But for sexual assault or, uh, I feel like there should be cases after the fact like once you're being tried if you've been like like let's say you go to jail or something and you're being charged or something i feel like it should be sexual assault umbrella and then tears if that makes sense okay okay so like but assault should be the all-encompassing term because it's not wanted and that's just the only way that people are gonna fray away from doing something dumb right so that's yeah. just my take audience if y'all have um legal advice and this already exists uh mm -hmm. just go ahead and dm me my instagram is san grice b-r-y-c-e and, and jay if you want them to send it to you too that'd be fine it's, it's just john wise but you have to include the just so j-u-s-t-j-o-h-n-w-i-s-e all at me yes sir yes sir Y'all send us topics, anything, advice, send us love. That would be greatly appreciated. Mm -hmm. But um, while we're while we're still here and, and moving on, I want to talk about um, for men, your your mission has to come first. We talked about how you know you need to be a, a smashable person before you want to go and, and and try to smash people. Yep. And and I think that's that's really vital for men because. Our masculinity isn't something that that we're born with. We have to, we have to grow earn into it. it. Yeah, you yeah. gotta grow into it. And so, what you're there's a lot of reasons here. I'm really about to jump into the rabbit hole. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, so, to, go ahead, go ahead. Just, just to start you off, we all start as boys. Like you never, you never see. Uh, unless you, you're my grandma, you want to call me a young man all all your life. But when you start off, <laughs> you're a boy up until you're a man, literally. And sometimes you're not a man for years past 21 because I know some women that would ca call men grown grown men boys just because of the way they act. Right, and that's what I mean by you have to earn it. You can be. You can become a man at 50, you can become a man at, at 12. It all depends on what you're going through and, and, and what you know and, mm -hmm. and how you how you carry yourself. But um, the reason why I say mission comes first is because, and I'm, I'm gonna make some claims here and, and you know, kind of poke holes at me if, if they sound crazy, but I think men are the more disposable sex. And at the same time, we're also the more accountable sex. So, so we can kind of be tossed aside for our behavior and our consequences, but we also have to be extremely held up to them. And, oh, and oh. go ahead, go ahead. What do you mean by disposable sex? So, so one example I, that that really comes to mind first is when when they when they talk about in times of duress, they say save the women and children first because the men mm -hmm. are just expected to you know kind of put their lives on the front of the lines and, and die first because that's an honorable thing. And so everyone knows that. That's that's a widely known example. And mm -hmm. so it's kind of ingrained in our psyche that that men are just supposed to to lay down their lives. Look at look at the military um industrial complex and how that's set up. Just men, men are supposed to be these tough, hardy like pawns, you know, there's, yeah. there's a billion of them. They can chew, they can die. We'll always have more, you know what I mean? So I that's, that's what I mean when I say disposable sex. Now, at the same time, being accountable, look at fathers. Even though, even though it takes two people to make a child, 
usually the father is blamed for the 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 mishap or let me let me pick a better word the the mis the maladjustment the 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 poor adaptation of a child when they grow up the father is usually blamed as the result of that but it takes mm-hmm. two people so why it is does. the father being held accountable this is why i say men are more they're, they're the more disposable sex and the more accountable sex so so what do you okay. think about that kind of play devil's advocate and, and okay well i think that it could also be say instead of if we're using the save the women and children first i mm. think that it can be said that men are seen as the more uh, self-sustainable sex in that in that sense or they have the ability to take care of themselves um, quicker or more efficiently, and that way they can be they can be of assistance to the other sexes and ages. And so I'm thinking that that could be a reason why. So that could be a a negative uh, way to look on on women in general, because if we're saying uh, say the women and children first, it seems like they're helpless, and the women these. then I can't speak for any generation or ages beyond my lifespan but from what I've seen they're pretty strong so I don't know how I feel about that one about us being disposable I think that that's just a saying that a man came up with some at some point I don't know what what to do about that one but (laughs) accountable yeah I do see that we are typically to blame that is that is how I would put it we are to blame for anything that goes wrong in a sense. I don't, I don't, I can't think of an example where someone would be like, oh, well, why didn't your mom do, do this or your mom did that, but. Just look, look at our climate. Look at the way, um, you know, the, the leading joke now is that men are trash and, and yeah. you know, anything a man does, why is, why are men talking? Why, why, well, yeah, why, why breathe? Yeah. You know what I mean? That's a that's a product of, of something that's being reinforced, and in every <laughs> yeah. in every joke there's a little bit of truth. So like, that's true, especially if it's a good what's joke. What's the message? Yeah, what's the message behind that? You know. But none of this is to say that that women are bad, men are bad. I'm just trying to to shed light on on the reality, or at least how I'm interpreting the reality, mm-hmm. and I think that might help people. I agree. Yeah, I agree. I feel like I don't I don't know. I, mean, I agree that the mission comes first and that you had to learn how to be become a man before you can even before you should even try to pursue a woman because one women mature faster than men typically from what I from what I've noticed definitely and yeah, I, I can agree with that one. <laughs> I'm still I'm still making poop jokes, so I can agree yeah, with that yeah. one. <laughs> and so, what we should do is instead of trying to chase the woman your whole life, you should definitely try to let boss up and figure out what you're lacking in, and and that's where the platonic platonic relationships come in too. Right. You can you can get a platonic relationship early on and then have them help you boss up and then become a man you know what i'm saying then go go and then they'll start putting you on it's not that's that's another benefit for platonic relationships if you have a platonic relationship with a woman they will boss you up and then once they see that you're a suitable suitor they'll start putting you on with their friends (laughs) and it's just like that it's simple you really don't have the long game gets short short-term progress i'm trying to tell y'all you don't have to chase you don't you have, don't to, have chase. to chase and you you just get so much more pleasure building yourself and setting setting up a foundation mm-hmm. like like for me I'll, I'll keep it real i've had maybe two or three girlfriends in my life and i've always just kind of serial dated because i was always hyper focused on on building myself up and and kind of get into a situation where I felt like I had something great to offer to a woman. And and just now recently, as I'm finishing school, I got a, a nice little job. I feel like now I'm ready to to jump into a, a relationship with somebody because I have 
real stuff to offer. I didn't want to ever just be laid up and not not, not really, doing nothing. Well, not even doing nothing, but just not not happy with where I was in life. And, oh, and okay, that's okay. that's where it really come, becomes a personal thing because some people can have a, rela- a relationship at 15 and, and grow with that person for the rest of their life. But that was just how I always saw it. The mission comes first. And I think it I think it did me well. I think it did me well. So what I, I would say who... Oh go, go ahead. ahead. No, oh, no, no, you were mid thought. What I will say to anybody who's listening, if if you hear anything good in this episode, especially about your mission coming first, take what take what resonates and throw out the rest. If you don't agree, don't argue with us. Argue with the information. Find something that you do agree with. Mm-hmm. And, and and take what resonates because that's all we can offer when you're taking care of yourself well also to just to add to that i forgot what it was like a famous comedian or something but i'm gonna just say my grandma said it um so my grandma said that she was telling somebody to that they were they, that they should date somebody but they shouldn't date this specific person why is that they didn't have no watch on. If a man doesn't have no watch on, he don't got nowhere to be. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Ooh, I like that. <laughs> so I like you gotta that. go. So you gotta go out and get you a man that got a watch on because he has he has somewhere to be. He has he's taking care of himself, and that's what that's what I that's what I kind of gather. That's like a little a little antidote for for y'all, so that you can kind of picture it. If a man don't got no watch on, if you don't have your watch on, man. Go get you a watch so that you have somewhere to be. So you always know what time it is just in case you got to be somewhere. And then then you can, once you start taking care of yourself and knowing that you have a schedule, a plan, and you have something that's like a regimen, women will notice that just simply from a watch. They really do pay attention to a lot of stuff. I try to always keep my shoes clean and have a one, one nice accessory on because... They notice all those little things, man. Like mm-hmm. keeping a haircut. Don't don't walk around without a fade. Um, don't walk around without a fade. Yeah, keep keep yourself nice and presentable at all times, and do it because you want to do it. Don't do it for somebody else. Exactly. All that other stuff is just an after effect. You're taking care of yourself because you value yourself. That's why you gotta eat healthy. Um, go to the gym. Just, just all those things, you do it because you respect yourself and you love yourself. And people always say, oh, Jay, why do you go to the gym? You're already fit. Um, why do you go to the gym? Oh, do you want to? And I post like a lot of bodybuilders on my social media and they'll be like, oh, I hope you're not trying to get as big as this guy. This guy's way too big. And I'm just like, I don't think I asked to be honest, to be honest. Right. <laughs> because... I'm trying to, I'm in here, I'm working out because it makes me feel good. It's like a place of sanction. I can think clearly in the gym. I can scope my body and then just feel, feel better and look better at the same time. Looking better is honestly just a consequence because I just want to feel better. Exactly. And that's actually, that's great. I like that you said that. Looking better is just a consequence. Yeah. It's not about going in there to be huge. I know that's it's why not. a lot of us do it, but mm-hmm. it's, that's the real side effect. The main benefits are like, I, I'll let you keep going, actually. What, what are the main benefits? True. Main benefits are clarity. Uh, when you go to the gym, you get to release a lot of, uh, it could be aggression. It could be it could be a time where you can just think, if you're sad and you go to the gym and you just walk on the treadmill, you can just honestly process all those feelings just walking on the treadmill. You can go and if you are feeling stiff, old, rigid, you can go and, and loosen up, go stretch, go to the sauna, decompress. It's the gym is a sanctuary. I'm trying to tell everybody that I tell that I talk to about the gym. It's yeah. I'm not working out so that I can look big. And I don't care if you don't want me to do if you don't want me to look ginormous. If I end up looking ginormous, but I feel great, I don't care. You're gonna like it regardless. Because I'm gonna have you're gonna have that swagger about yourself when you when you walk in because you feel good. Exactly, and, and that confidence. That, I'm glad you touched on that. That confidence comes from being disciplined and knowing that you can stick to a routine. You show up, mm-hmm. you know, however many days you go to the gym. 
you're sticking mm-hmm. to it you're making measured and, and, and tangible progress and that builds a confidence that you can't buy you, you yeah. have to go earn that you have to go to the gym you have to go do something regularly and stick to it and that's how you get that confidence if you don't have it eat well uh-huh. then that's that's super important you can go to the gym all day but if you eat pizzas every day as well as you just for what why even eat a pizza if you're going to work out all the time there are so many other foods exactly. that can taste like a pizza but still be healthy to be honest this day and there's so many things that you could eat in substitute of a pizza and i bet you it's going to taste just as good exactly. and and be way better for you go eat an avocado i'm serious avocados, avocados changed my disgusting. life disgusting avocados what? are so nasty oh my do you en- do you enjoy your life like yeah i enjoy honestly. my life without avocados <laughs> that is that is wild bro you, <laughs> haven't, I- you haven't eaten the right avocado Oh yeah, okay. But the point—the point isn't lost on me. I see what you're saying, bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nah, just, but... just taking care of your diet is a is another form of self-respect. All of this stuff really just boils down to to are you disciplined, and and how much do you do you care about yourself? Yeah. And and that just translates. People can people notice when you care about yourself and when you love yourself. One hundred. And that's when you attract all these good things like great friends great mm-hmm. partners great opportunities it all starts by just doing stuff for yourself and if you take care of yourself honestly then you will have pe- people know where that they can help you if you just a mess all over the place they're not going to know where to start right in order to help you and give you help and give you tips or hints or what you should do if you are uh, overall taking care of you're clean you're you're healthy you're neat people know if there's like a loose link and they'll be like oh you can probably focus on since you have everything else on lock why don't you try working on this that and then you have something else that you can grow in that's just another and it's just so easy to do that when you're disciplined and you know what you brought up a point about vicarious learning last night can you touch on that yeah i got that, that was good that was good so just because you don't grow up with amenities or anything that's like luxurious and and i say luxury because not everything means not everything is material you know what i'm saying it could be self-sufficiency self-care being extroverted funny you know going to the gym being healthy or shoot even being lucky can be luxurious and I, you, I used to not believe in luck, but once I realized what luck was, I'm like, okay, this is this, this is a thing. And people are just lucky. Some people are unlucky and some people are just lucky. But just because you are, you, grow, you might not grow up with these amenities and these luxuries, it doesn't mean that you should shame them. Like luxury, um, luxury shaming is a big pet peeve of mine. And it could be, and it's usually like in the terms of a joke, like, oh, I bet you, Oh, like my one of my friends, she happens to have money, and she, she was talking to this, um, this boy, and this guy was like, "Oh, I bet you, um, I bet you were on a, a yacht for spring break, yada yada yada, ha ha ha." And then she was like, "Well, actually, I was on a yacht." And so he was like, <laughs> "Oh, <laughs> you know what I'm saying?" She was like, "Oh," he was like, "Oh, I guess I bet you had like mimosas for breakfast and dinner." And she was like. I mean, I don't understand what you're making fun of me for because I had a good time in in a, you know what I'm saying? Just because she happens to be in a higher tax bracket than him. And it just doesn't even make sense because he was also like kind of well off. So, but why why luxury shame? Because she was on a yacht? What does that even mean? It, it's I just insecurity, don't, man. Yeah, it's, it's, it's insecurity. And, and the I thing is, that. if they were cool, he probably could have been on that yacht too for spring he, break. He could have been on that could have been on that yacht through vicarious interactions with people that you know if they were cool like that he could he easily could have been on the yacht because she's one of the nicest people i know she would have been like oh do you want to go on the yacht and he, she, he'd have been like yeah and then boom he's on the yacht for spring break right. instead of looking at your instead of looking at your peers and everybody and just cracking jokes out of insecurity shoot ask them um hey can i can i join you or how do you do that um like just ask how how they do whatever they're doing or if you can a- attend a session with them if it's the gym and then go and then learn from what they're doing 
and and observe try yourself fail and then fail again if and for example we have this if you listen closely everybody pause there's that beat in the background that beat was made from steven um hollywood steve to be exact one of my boys and i don't know how to make a beat bryce do you know how to make a beat i cannot make a beat Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Steven is, Steven is a producer and so I was like yo Steve how do you do that actually better yet can you do it for me and he was like yeah bro no problem and if I get on if I get online or PS4 if I just go say what's up to my boy Steve he will and I say how did you make this beat he will go in depth onto how he made that beat and, he, and you will hear like the, the happiness in his voice Right. And he'll just go go on and go on a tangent about how you make a beat, and that's how you can learn something. And it, and rather than struggling and just being upset and like cracking jokes, oh, you make beat, you produce whatever. I bet you just be on on your computer all day. So what if he is? If you want, like, what what are you jealous about? Exactly. <laughs> because he's having a good time, and so just just ask and learn from them and then try to apply it to your own life in your own way but then again you would also need to know your limits when it comes to stuff like that got to you got to because there's 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 one side where you're you know including everybody and keep kind of keeping everything in the circle so everybody Uh wins that's why our our logo was made by adrian talked about earlier background Uh music is by steve all of this stuff is in our circle because we we love our friends. We appreciate our friends. And they're but multi-talented. They're multi-talented. We don't have to know everything as long as we know people who know what we need to know. Mm-hmm. And that's, 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 I think that's million dollar advice right there. I don't Literally. have a million dollars, but mm-hmm. if I keep doing what I'm doing. Eventually we will. Yeah, keep having this podcast. We're going to have Teslas and, and, and what else? Broncos, Broncos. You know, you know, I need myself a Bronco. Yeah, those things are clean, man. <laughs> Tough, oh even. Gosh. Um, so you were saying you were talking about knowing your limits. Where, yeah. where were you going? Yeah. So when you know when you know your limit, there is so much more progress that can be made in a long term situation. I feel like people keep on saying. I just tweeted this the other day. People say that like 21 is the last relevant uh, birthday. And that honestly doesn't make any sense for me. Let's say everybody lives to be 100 years old, right? Yeah. 20 years is one fifth of your life. Yeah. Why why is four fifths of your life, the later half, the latter half of your life, four fifths of it going downhill? That is a long hill to be rolling down. Right. Okay, that just it just simply doesn't make sense to me. And I think it's because people don't know how to they don't know their limit and they don't know how to make progress every every step, every step or every increment of growth, there is a limit to there's a limit to what you can do or what you can withstand. And so I say this because if you know your limit I said that a lot already, but like even if you're working out with a gym partner, you can be great. And this again goes with the vicarious learning. If you could be great with a gym partner, and if you know your limit, and let's say they're experienced, like let's say I go work out and do calisthenics with you, I can do what you're doing most likely, but I got to know my limit. I might not be as flexible as you. I might not have the the muscular endurance as you. But as long as I'm doing the workouts that you're doing and learning how my body reacts to them, then I can, I'm improving. And yeah. I might have to I might have to stop a set early, and you could probably go two more sets. But I know that I made the gains. I made, I reached my limit for the day, and I'm not trying to overdo it because if I overdo it, then I'm gonna burn out. Exactly. Exactly. And that's I think that's why a lot of people say that 21 is their last relevant birthday, I guess. Like, I don't I don't know what they're doing. Are they burning out? They have to be. They must just not know their limit. Like, I don't understand why 21 is set. I 22 you know has been one of the best years for me. 
so so I was writing this paper, my last exam. Um, mm-hmm. It was about culture, and and culture is a system of shared meaning. That's how they define it in the book. Okay. And and I think what the issue is why we have all these these generalizations is because it's our culture. We have a system of shared meaning that people just agree with, and and they don't really think about why that is. Because I never even questioned it until you brought it up. Why is twenty mm-hmm. one such a milestone birthday? Every birthday is important. It's yeah, it, and and really how you frame it, you could also say that no birthdays are important. All it exactly. is is just a a, a marker. Of, yeah, it's a marker of time passing. Mm-hmm. So so what you what you actually just just sparked a really good thought into my head. All of this stuff is 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 made up. And everything is made up. You know, everything is made up. Yeah, and you say that all the time. Where all words are made up. When you approach it like that, you don't get stuck in those those generalizations that come with with things that we're just taught. You know, mm-hmm. you can change your mental model and you can be anything. Like Easy. a really good example. And I know this is a little this is a little mystical and a little over the top. But I was okay. talking to a guy that he, he um he did a, a horoscope reading for me. Mm-hmm. And he said that he wanted to be better at speaking and better at teaching, and his current horoscope didn't fit that. So you know what he did? This man changed his birthday. He changed his birthday to a horoscope that fit the personality of a, a good speaker, a good teacher, huh. and yeah, and he just started living as that person. And he was like, "Now I'm in my bag, and, and everything is working out." And as crazy as that sounds. There's that's no exactly rule. what I mean. That's yeah, there's exactly no rule I mean. that says you can't do that. So, so that's perfect. What you said is, is genius. Yeah, everything is made up, bro. Everything is made up, and that's why you have to know your own limit because limits are specified to each person. And even if you can look at the general, oh, for this age, I'm supposed to be like this, or at this, I'm supposed to be like this. But it's not. That's not how it works. Things happen. That's why there's a such thing as called uniqueness, individualism, um, specific, um, specific, like I don't, uh, specific, specificity, specificity. You, you have there it. you go, there you go, and that's the, all those words come up because every person is different, and that's why you have to know your limit and do and do everything a hundred percent, but a hundred percent you shouldn't go a hundred and one percent. I don't think that you should at least because you can go 101%. That is a thing, it's just called overloading. And, but overloading is what leads to burnout and overloading stacks. So that 1% that you use that one day, the next day might not be there. You might only be able to operate at 99%. Right. And so that's why I don't think that uh, you should overload necessarily, but I think you should go 100% all the time. All the go time. 100% all the time? Go 100% all the time? Yeah, why not? Go big or go home. But 100%, 100% might be like 100% of the... Okay, let me just say it like this. You should go 100% of your optimal output at all times. So optimizing, optimization is, I guess, where that would come in. You can go 100% and not use up all your energy if that makes sense because you still have to you still have to go all you have to go the whole four quarters if we go back to the football analogy you have to go the whole four quarters so pace yourself yeah pace yourself but yeah you know what i'm saying there should be a limit to where you should go and use all of that limit so that you can make it throughout the whole game and and give maximum output right and this in this game we got what we trying to live to what 100 right 110 something like uh, that hundreds minimum for me bro you know i'm not dying yeah yeah so we got to pace ourselves yeah got to that's that's a good um that's another good point i hope y'all are really soaking this stuff up and and paying attention because it's a lot of game here it's a lot, a lot of, of game. game a lot of game but um oh speaking of limit another thing that we should know to be limit with and this should be approach with ex- extreme discipline is drugs and alcohol i feel like this shouldn't even be a conversation because in other countries they're just so um 
I guess normalized and uh, met with acceptance and understanding. I think. Yeah, yeah, and it's a lot more controlled. I guess. I guess I think it's controlled because it's not so strict or so taboo. forbidden. Yeah, yes, yeah, it's not so yeah. taboo. And so these are mind and body altering substances. Okay. Oh, are we talking psychedelics? No, just drugs and alcohol oh. all together. Both of them are just altering. Like, if it, whether it be it's like just euphoria, yeah. or if it's like actually visualizing and seeing things with psychedelics. Shoot, there's stuff like, and then there's all the hardcore drugs, and I don't, I can't. I wish I could help. Uh, with like a description of that but i've never done it i can only go with what movies and tvs tells me but those things seem like they mess you up bro so they do. Uh, just yeah they, they, take, they definitely do take that with with caution and to be like you could mess around and die to be frank or worse ruin your life because when you and i say worse because if you ruin your life you gotta live with that right you know what I'm saying? It's gonna suck if you die for everybody around you, but for you specifically, it's a if you ruin situation. your life, yeah, it's a better situation. If you ruin your life and you and you're alive to witness that, it's gonna suck. So right. let's let's um let's try to be some let's try to use some discipline when you're out here drinking just to drink. And if you with your friends and you guys are having a good time, have a good time. Keep having a good time. Don't want us to tell you to stop. If you smoke weed keep on doing that having fun you know be responsible and just don't just don't go crazy with it i just feel like you gotta know your limit just because your boy can spark up another one doesn't mean you have to it doesn't mean you have to and you know be be confident in in saying no and yeah and don't fall for peer peer pressure that's so that's so 2010 yeah that's so weak if you're Back. out here falling for peer pressure, you need to, to... You're lame. Yeah, get your license taken away. Go get a permit and and have a, a person over 18 drive you around. Cause Literally. You, you're... Do better. Just do better. Do better. Like, for example, one of my good friends, he uh, he does like to smoke. But if, if, he's, if he's like, you know... If he he'll get high probably off of I'm gonna tell you this the two rotations, <laughs> but and then after that I'm just like bro you don't have to anymore, and you know what I'm saying? Cause like I feel like the initial the initial thought is don't is like keep going because everybody else is continuing to go. But yeah. I after witnessing because I just witnessed that so much in college and I was just like you know you don't have to keep going right. And it's like, and, and, and I feel like they don't, you don't know that you can't until you are told that. And so I start, I started voicing that and saying like, yo, you know, you don't have to do any of that anymore. And they'd be like, oh, bet. Like, I'm, I'm cooling already. I'm like, cool. And then just, just vibe. You know what you I'm saying? Open, yeah. You open the door for them to kind of relax and not, yeah, not push and, themselves. Yeah, and, and then everybody's vibing and then and then we just say like see you in a second. You know what I'm saying? Cause if they're already up there and, and you gotta get someone else has to get up there, just be like, see you in a second, dog. And then eventually when you guys are all on the same level, you're vibing. And I think that that just again with the knowing your limit, the hardest thing in the English dictionary, the hardest word in the English dictionary to say, and my dad says this all the time, is no. Ooh, that's fire. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> I the like hardest that. word in the English dictionary to say is no. And That's... that comes with everything. Everything. Just try saying no twice this week for something that you just don't want to do, but you think that if you say no, that is going to ruin ruin something. Bro, it's not. You're not missing out on nothing. Yeah. <laughs> You're not missing out on nothing. Exactly. No, that's that's perfect. That's good. That's that's good. A good life example. That's something to carry with you. You don't have to to do anything. Just participate mm-hmm. as you need to, and as you want to. Yeah, and if they and if they're still trying to peer pressure you, uh, they're lame too. 
for exactly. for for stuff that's dumb like but like if they want you to have a good time and you just being like frigid you know what i'm saying you don't want to go out you don't not not even go up but like you don't want to uh participate in like a group game of monopoly you could be missing out on that like come on bro like join the monopoly game but <laughs> like you but on some on some bigger topics other than just like on some bigger things like doing drugs and yeah and stuff like that you just want to you want to you want to you want to say no just say no and just know your limit be disciplined be, be disciplined. disciplined that's what we just spent an hour trying to tell you be disciplined and be disciplined and be disciplined that's it <laughs> so if you didn't get nothing from this i don't know what to tell you don't listen to no more episodes go yeah yeah go figure something else out first but i what hope y'all got too? a lot from this um please send us feedback send mm-hmm. this to other people so they can they can know what we know and, and enjoy our voices exactly. as, as, as many people have brought up and uh <laughs> <laughs> and that's it for me that's that's beautiful you couldn't have said it any better honestly Shoot, uh, right. i think did we do it we, we did it I, th- I think we did it i think we did it dope <laughs> all right my guy all right g peace, peace.